Okay, we now start the sixth chapter of Maseches Nazar. This is Perak Vav. And the topic of the chapter now discusses the ramifications of being a Nazir. So we're transitioning away from those first five prakim, which were largely focused on what it takes to become a Nazir and which types of declarations are binding. And now we're talking about the consequences, the meat and potatoes of what it means to be a Nazir. So the mission begins by saying, Shlosha minin asurim benazir. There are three categories, areas, where the Nazir is restricted. And those are Hatuma, Vahatiglachas, Vayotzim and Agefen. First of all, Tuma, the Nazir is forbidden from exposing himself to Tumas Mace, Tuma that originates from a corpse, a human corpse. Second of all, Vatiglachas, he's restricted from cutting his hair. This is specifically the hair atop his head. We're not talking about shaving one's face or shaving one's legs or something like that. And Vayotzim and Agefen, that which comes from the grape vine. We're talking here about grapes and grape products, so both grapes and raisins, as well as things like grape juice, uh, wine, and vinegar. It would not, however, by the way, um, restrict the nazir from eating other parts of the grape vine, like, for example, if you want to have you know, rice and grape leaves, which is part of you know, Greek cuisine, that would be permitted to him. The leaves or the shoots of the vine would be permitted. It's specifically the grapes and what you make with the grapes that's restricted. So now the Mishnah says... We want to discuss um, the shiur, the quantity at which point a nazir who consumes a grape product is liable. The liability would be to malchus, to lashes, these 39 lashes. And in fact, the truth is, when a nazir violates any of these three areas, um, assuming he meets the other requirements to be subject to two lashes, which would mean he had um, someone warned him both of his crime, that you're a nazir and you're not allowed to eat grapes, and second all the consequences, and if you do eat those grapes, they're going to give you lashes. And then the Nazir has to respond that he acknowledges that warning, but does is prepared to disregard it. And then he goes and, let's say, consumes those grapes all within this time frame of what's called Toch um, Dibor, the amount of time it takes to say Shalom Alecha Rebbe, or maybe Shalom Alecha Rebbe Vimori, you know, two, three seconds, so that we, we know for certain that he heard the warning, he understood the consequences, he flouted them intentionally, he didn't forget what he was told and so on. So then he'd be liable to the consequences, and the consequences are actually not one, but two sets of malchus, one for every infraction he did, meaning if he drank the wine or he ate the grapes. And in fact, he could, if he did both, we'll see later in the Mishnah, he'd be on the hook for, for potentially twice, potentially. But in addition to the lashes he gets for consuming the grape product, he also gets a separate set of lashes for the more generic violation of lo yachel devaro, the prohibition against one uh, profaning his word, since the Nazir committed through a nether to become a Nazir, if he now um, doesn't live up to that, so then there's a general violation that applies to Olnadarm of lo yachel devaro, we should be liable for that as well. So in any case, here in our Mishnah, we're going to discuss how much grape product the Nazir must consume in order to be liable to this penalty. Now, before I go on, I want to make sure something's perfectly clear. The Torah says the Nazir can't eat grape products, and that means in any amount. The same way when the Torah says, you know, you can't eat pork, so you certainly can't even eat one little tiny bacon bit. But the point at which one is liable to the earthly consequences of malchus is only yet when he eats the requisite quantity. That's what it always is. So we, again, so just to restate that in different words, more technical terms, we pass in the halacha is that chatzi shiur is asr midoraisa, 
that usher in the Torah, that even if one eats a partial quantity, not the full quantity, which would incur the penalty by the earthly court, it already is forbidden by the Torah, so the Nazar can't have any amount of wine, etc. But at what point, once the Mishnah wants to answer, at what point will he have crossed the line and now be um, potentially culpable to those lashes? So the Mishnah says, Whatever comes from these great vine and the great products, mitzdarf and ze'imze, they combine. So um, if he ate half the requisite amount of, let's say, raisins, and the other half of the requisite amount as grapes, or as grape skins, and so on, we'll see. So then he would be liable. He doesn't have to have a full, a full quantity of one particular type. Um and the requisite threshold for what he must eat of the great product is a kazayas, the same volume as an olive. This is the typical shear that's used throughout culture or to describe what's called a maisachil, an active eating. And the one crosses the threshold of doing an active eating if he conforms to basically two different um, criteria. The first is the quantity. So we say the quantity for an active eating is typically it's a kazayas, an olive's amount. And also has to be within a time frame called kadechilas pras, a couple minutes, um, somewhere between two and nine minutes, depending on the shita. Um, if, meaning if he eats you know, a, one little raisin every ten minutes, so then he'll never cross the threshold, even if the total aggregate quantity of raisins he ate was you know, a kilo of raisins, it doesn't matter. If he doesn't eat the olive's amount, the kazayas within the time frame of a few minutes, so then he will not be um, liable, although he did something again um, prohibited by the Torah. Now, the way the Bartanura learns, this Kazayas Shi, or this requisite threshold of a Kazayas and olives amount, applies equally to both food, solids like grapes and raisins, as well as to drink, like grape juice or um, wine or you know red wine vinegar and so on it's all a kazayas which is actually very unusual um it's not normal for liquids that you drink to have a kazayas that is your food um shiur but in any case that's how the bartonur learn, learns he based it out of um the limud comes from the fact that there's this this extra vav um in the pasuk that says v'anavim lachim and that extra vav connects um the liquid that came before, when it says miyayin v'sheicher yazir, he has to be restricted from wine, like grape juice and wine, and then it says v'anavim lachim, the extra vav says to connect the two, that the shiur is the same, meaning both for solid and liquids, it's a kazayas, that's what the Nura learns, um, period. Now, I'll come back to another approach at the end of this, uh, but in any case, then the Mishnah goes on to say, Mishnah Rishona, the first, I'll call it the first version of the Mishnah, for lack of a better translation. I don't have a better one, it's not a good translation. Um, but it's referring to the fact that although the Mishnah as we have it here, the final redaction of the Mishnah, which was completed by Rabbi Yudha Nasi in the early 3rd century, call that, you know, the left of the year 200, maybe 220 of the Common Era. Um, but before that, there were previous, I'll call it attempts, versions to put together like a definitive set of brises, um and an original and a previous version prior to um, the Mishnah as we have it was referred to as Mishnah Rishona. Okay, so Rabbi is conceding that there was a Mishnah Rishona, a previous version, which said differently, and he's quoting that here. He says, Mishnah Rishona ad she revius yain, that the requisite amount for drinking was a revius, um, but that's old news. The Bartanura learns that was the Mishnah Rishona, but actually the final 
ruling of the Mishnah as we have it is actually not like that, but it's a whole, it's a kazais. The drinking also is a kazais in olives amount. And uh, on the Mishnah Shona, Rabbi Akiva disagreed. Rabbi Akiva says the Mishnah held Omer, Afilu Shara Pito Beyayin, Vyeshbo Kadelet Sarf Kazayas Chayp. Rabbi Akiva says, first of all, the amount for drinking liquid is also a kazayas. But he says, in addition to that, um, if you combine Isser and Heter, you combine, let's say, bread, which is not restricted to a Nazir, and you combine it with wine, which is restricted to the Nazir. So as you take your wine and you, you take your bread and you soak it in the wine, so now the bread is suffused with wine, and now if you eat a kazayas of wine suffused bread, you'd be liable. They combine. If there's a kazayas of bread soaked in wine, then you're really liable, says Rebbe Akiva. Um, now the halach is for sure not like Rebbe Akiva, um, meaning we paskin that to get to the minimum requisite shear, then the iser and hetzer, the permitted and like bread and forbidden like wine, do not combine. So that's for sure the case. Now, um, there was another way to learn the, the Mishnah, and that's like, let's call it Rabbeinu Tom's approach. So Rabbeinu Tom reads the Mishnah a little differently, and, um, which is that the first part of the Mishnah is talking just about food. So when it says here, mm-hmm. Um, he agrees that it's things combined, but solids combined with solids, like raisins and grapes, and liquids combined with liquids, like red wine vinegar and grape juice. Um, but that the eating the solids, the threshold is a kazayas, but not for drinking. Okay, it's only applying to eating. And then the Mishnah Roshona had said, and really this is we're agreeing with this, that when it comes to drinking, you have to drink a revius of wine. Um, which is like sort of, I think, much more standard across the board. That usually, when it comes to the prohibitions against drinking things, the revius, which is uh, revius, I should have defined before. I'm sorry, is the quarter lug. These are Talmudic measures. Um, the poskim of what a revius is range between on the small side 86 cc to on the large side um, 150 milliliters, 150 cc, like between like three and five ounces, basically fluid ounces. Um, in my schematic Mishnayas here, if you've never had this before, but in other Mishnayas, I always um, try to get people to think of the the um, the lug as being like a 500 cc container, only because those are familiar to us, like little you know Coke bottles and stuff. And the revius, which means a quarter, is a quarter of a lug would be a quarter of that. Um, so that would be 125 cc. That's just an approximation, not anyone's particular shita, but gives you an idea of how to imagine that. Um, it's a kiddush cup, a small kiddush cup. In any case, so standard is that you need to, the drinking goes to Revius, and that's how Rabbeinu Tom would learn that that's, we're talking about drinking is the Revius also, um, eating is a Kazayas. And then Rabbi Kiva argued and said, when it comes to liquids, you don't have to even get the full, full Revius. You could not, A, he says, you could um, eat just the Kazayas when it comes to liquids, says Rabbi Kiva. Not only that, but it can be combined with, you know, like bread, something that's hetter and permitted for the nazar to eat. But the Allah is not like him. The Allah, however, does go like that latter approach, I'll call it like Rabbi Tom, meaning that when it comes to eating, the nazar is restricted to a kazayas of food, um, and it does combine, if it's say raisins and grapes, or grape skins and so on. And um, when it comes to drinking, it's a revius of liquid that he has to drink. Again, grape juice would combine with vinegar and or wine.